once again, thank you so much for making the time. By the way, guys, most of you know Ravi and uh, Lavanya anyway. Lavanya is a doctor. Ravi is a coach, mentor, businessman. But this guy's an incredible couple. They are doing an incredible job, even uh, uh, helping establish the churches there in the UK. Uh, it's such a great honor to have you guys here. And uh, we are looking forward to everything that you have to share with us tonight. I believe something was shifting us. Um, we are here um, and we are into the people business. We want to change people's lives. So, and I believe that your experience, what you guys have gone through in life, can help many people. So, guys, if you're here, stay tuned because a lot of God divine insights will come at you as they speak. Amen. Okay. <laughs> come on. Hey, uh, hey uh, Lavinia and Ravi, do you want to do you want to first chat a little bit about how you guys met, how you guys fell in love, what's the love story, how how did you guys meet, and you know well, what's the inspire me, you know, uh, someone like <laughs> me looking. <laughs> what's the love st story about your life? Well, the love story began, it's... I think, maybe actually forty years ago. <laughs> wow, They're quite you, old, you know. <laughs> you guys, you guys look really young. Just saying, you guys are young. So we were in our, uh, uh, well, I certainly was in my early 20s. Uh, Ravi was similar. <laughs> in, we were studying in London. Um, yeah. we, I was a medical student. Ravi was a student in chartered accountancy. And we were staying in the same hostel. The YMCA. Wow. The YMCA. Indian YMCA in London. So <laughs> wow, I'm really? Anyone from India or from Asia. Come on. So even though it's a YMCA meant for men, there was a ladies' wing. And so I wow. was in the ladies' wing. Uh, one wow. of 20 women, and there were about 100 men. So it so happened that many of the women found their husbands in the YMCA. <laughs> wow, really? That's good. <laughs> so, and, yeah, Ravi, and, the, and the food was terrible in, in, the, in, the, uh, in the kitchen in, in the YMCA. They had, a, they had a dining area. The food was terrible, but the ladies' wing, they used to make these toasted cheese sandwiches. Um, and Come so on. some of us boys would then go and, and sort of beg for food around the sort of ladies' wing, and, and the smell of toast would get us there. And then I uh, you know, came for the toast, but I found, I found the most. Right? Come <laughs> on. You came for <laughs> a toast? You came out with a wife? Come on, yeah, somebody. Come on. Yeah. Praise the Lord. There's something prophetic in there for you, man. Some people Follow your stomach. <laughs> Come on. Follow my song. Follow. <laughs> Come on, that's awesome, man. Once again, guys, thank you, thank you for joining in. Now we we're gonna be talking about purpose, influence, and how to deal with crisis uh, tonight. And uh, man, this guys, once again, Lavinia and, and Ravi, they are they are, they are powerhouse in, in the UK. Uh, and we are so thankful for you guys, what you do, you know, in in our global movement for the investment that you guys make into people, how you love on people, how you are very generous. Uh, man, I still remember the time I spent at your house. It was incredible for me. Just felt really at home. Felt like a son, you know, like <laughs> like a part of the yeah. family. Even though yeah. I'm not Indian looking, <laughs> I, sometimes you wish, you know, I wish I was Indian sometimes. <laughs> but it's okay. Hey, uh, we, uh, man, I'm just gonna start. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about purpose, Ravi. You are. Uh, um, one of the most incredible guys when it comes to drawing purpose out of people, drawing missions, dreams out of people. Um, in your, in your uh, opinion, what, what is purpose and how, do, how can someone discover purpose? How do I discover my purpose? Yeah, I, I think, and I've just done that for my journey. Uh, I found out, you know, I've been um, 
Jesus appeared to me in 97, as you know my story. So 23 years ago, and and that's when everything really took off for me. But yeah. in, in a way, he knew me before I knew him. And so, mm. you know, uh, to me, you, you, you need to know where the anchor for, for your purpose is. And, and for me, that is, um, you know, God um, and, and Jesus, you know, being very specific. And therefore, you know, something like a de- there's a destiny scripture in the Bible and everyone should mark yeah. it around with, with highlights, yeah. uh, put 20 different color markers around there. Destiny, yeah. destiny scripture is Ephesians 2.10 and it's a destiny scripture for everyone and, and, you, know, yeah. and like, you know you're made for a specific purpose we are his yeah. workmanship created in Christ yeah. Jesus for good works which he prepared beforehand before what? Yeah. before we were born that we should yeah. walk in them so in a way your wow. destiny was already there before you were even before you were born conceived. wow yeah and Come so up. to me um, it doesn't therefore depend on my mistakes and it doesn't depend on my, on my being good or my mistakes. Yeah. Actually that's purpose was there. I just need to flow in it, find wow. it, flow in it and not be scared of it. And so wow. the biggest thing I found was um, the biggest barrier is, is people start with exactly what you're saying. What's my purpose? What's my destiny? And, and you can't start with that because how, how do I know where I'm going when I don't know who I am? Wow. So actually, I'm going to start with my identity. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Why, I've been, why I've been made, go back to the manufacturer. And then I find Come out on. what he made that car for, you know, or what he made that plane for. Am I a car? Am I a plane or a train? I don't know. I, I'm moving. <laughs> Come but, on. But I need to find out, am I a ship? Am I a car? Yeah. And then I'll know, do I need to drive or do I need to fly? Yeah. Wow. And, and there are different purposes for everyone, but we are unique. It says, where his workmanship, that workmanship is, we are his poema, his work of art. That means we're uniquely unique. Oh. Manuel, you're uniquely unique. You're the only one Manuel, you know. Come I, I don't on. Need global <laughs> can handle two Manuels. You know, <laughs> God said there is only one Manuel. Well. There can only Come be, on. Yeah? And, and, and People are laughing at it, you see. <laughs> global family. So, so if we start with that, that it's not about destiny, it's about identity first. But yeah, then, wow. What I find with purpose is everyone gets confused with giftings, purpose, callings. They, they call it various things. So yeah. I, to me, a very simple thing is we, I need to know the differences. And my calling gives me my identity. Yeah. The way I flow into my destiny. So that's my calling. But yeah. gifting gives me my ability. Wow. Yeah. What, what can I do or what can I, I achieve? And then my anointing basically yeah. gives me my to-do. This is what wow. I need to do. And so, wow. you know, when, when Jesus in Isaiah 61 said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. And then he actually follows up. It's interesting. If you go, yeah. there's seven to-dos. It's the biggest to-do list in the whole Bible. Yeah. Okay. Come on. He's anointed me to, to do, to, to, to preach, to, to, to heal the brokenhearted, to set at liberty. It's a to-do, to-do, to-do. It's seven because it's so fully complete. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and so, so the anointing is always a to-do list, you know, and the only problem is we start sticking to our anointing. So I'm a doer. <laughs> My name is Ravi Doer. I'm a doer. Okay? <laughs> it's a, okay. The only thing is we, we can't achieve things just by activity. And the problem wow. is we get comfortable flowing in the anointing and we're to do, we're doing, doing, but we're not doing things in the right, in the right field. You know, we're yeah, not playing yeah. in the right field. So, yeah. so we need to look at where should I be playing in this to-do task? And so we need yeah. to start with 
what's my identity, the calling. Then look at my giftings, or the, what, what abilities do I have? And then use my anointing in those arenas only. And then there's wow. fruit that remains. Come on. Yeah. It's good. So I have my friend, I have my other friend called Ravi just join in. Ravi. Hey, Ravi. Fad. Hi from Ravi. From Fiji. Come on, somebody. Ravi, that's awesome. Uh, Lavinia, do you want to add anything to that? Uh, what are your thoughts? How, what is purpose? How do I discover my purpose? I think um, it's just what I've found over the, the many years in my own life and in just uh, connecting with lots and lots of people across the world is that um, is first of all to appreciate and just really um, embrace the fact that you do have a purpose, that I have wow. a purpose, you have a Come purpose. On. Just even start there saying, actually, I was born Come for on. a reason. I was born to change my family, my community. Wow the wow. world. And even yeah. as you just embrace that, just something will come alive in you and you will start to um, have certain um, ways that in which you particularly want to flow. So for some people, it could be that they have a, a gift for singing or music and God starts to lead them in that area. Others yeah. could be writing, communication. Yeah. For me personally, it was that um, I, the interesting thing is I grew up in a family of doctors. Yeah. So almost by default, uh, we became a, a we all became doctors. My sisters and I were all doctors. So I had, a bit, had a bit of rebellious phase in my teenager, where I <laughs> yeah, said to yeah. my mom, "I want to be a hairdresser." Oh, I be, okay. Um, I want to be an actress in the movies. I wanted to go to you Bollywood. You could be. You could be. <laughs> but my mom and dad said, "No, no, no. That's not very sensible." So I thought, "Okay, I'll go the sensible route." And actually. Uh, studying medicine, I loved it. I came alive. But the interesting thing was that as I uh, was a doctor, I was a doctor uh, actually working in the medical field for about 20 years. But wow. after a, a period of time, uh, when it comes to purpose, I knew that I wanted to see people well. But I yeah. also saw that medicine doesn't have all the answers. Yeah. At yeah. the same time, I was coming alive spiritually. So God connected us to a really great church where we started to realize that the Holy Spirit is alive and well. Miracles are for today. And I just started to learn how the Holy Spirit works. You know, I learned about yeah. the anointing. I learned about the power of prayer. But what particularly drew my interest was prayer ministry, which is wow, basically okay. where you... Uh, engage with the Holy Spirit, with a person, usually one-to-one. -one. It starts with one-to-one, -one yeah. and sometimes God leads you to pray for a, a whole lot of people. But in the one-to-one, -one, the Holy Spirit uncovers what yeah. is it that's keeping that person bound. Could wow. be a mindset, could be wound, it wow. could be a lie they're believing. It could be a generational curse. But wow. I did spend some time studying these areas. So I'll just say that. Yeah. To fulfill your purpose, you'll also need to spend some time studying and um researching wow. the area that God has opened up to you. So you can't just wow. expect, expect God to do all the work. You've got to get yourself ready to be that minister. Yeah. And then, wow. um, so over the years, as I said, I was a doctor and doing this prayer ministry side by side. But about 10 years ago, I felt a strong sense of frustration that in my yeah. medical field, as a doctor, I could not share the gospel. I could not even wow. mention the word prayer to my patients. And so wow. there was a time of great frustration as I prayed and I talked to God. I actually felt like one day God said to me, you have a choice. Mm. 
continue with medicine and you'll see a few people healed because I pray for people in, a, in the church setting. Or yeah. he said, give up medicine and you'll see a lot more people healed. Wow. And that didn't make sense. That didn't make sense. Powerful. But I talked to various uh, people in my world. I obviously talked to my family. I talked to my senior pastor at that time, Peter Prothero. And they all said, okay, let's pray about it. We pray about it. And they all came back saying, you know what? We think you should do this. Go for it. Wow. So basically, I quit medicine. And I just thought, okay, what is God going to do? Yeah. He didn't do anything. <laughs> but, what, <laughs> but what happened was Peter Prothero invited me to head up a very small team at that time, just looking after new visitors. And it's, yeah. it's all voluntary. And I just said yes. So I learned to say yes to the little wow. things, to the requests, the people uh, in leadership who ask you to do something which may seem small, insignificant. Wow. I learned to say yes. But that opened the door for me to basically grow in leadership skills, to grow in yeah. understanding people, to grow in how to encourage and empower people. I learned those things in that place of just leading small teams. Wow. But to long story short, after a few years of that, God opened up an opportunity to teach and preach on Come the on. brains. Again, thanks to Peter. Love it. And he yeah. said, look, would you share one message on neuroplasticity, the brain? I think people need to understand about their mindsets. But one yeah. thing led to another. And before I knew it, I was being invited to speak in other churches, other places. Wow. And here's the amazing thing. I would do the teaching. And at the end, I would say, if you would like prayer. So at that time, it was depression. So I'm now talking yeah, wow. about um, five years ago. I, I remember one particular yeah. setting. It's a church of about, there was a co mini conference of about 100 people, including yeah. three people who had only come to hear a doctor talking on depression. They were non-believers. Yeah. They, didn't, they weren't interested in church. But yeah. by the end of the conference, they gave their life to Jesus. Come on. These three people. And also, as I prayed for people, and I just broke mm. the power of depression, did the prayer ministry that I had learned, wow. I heard uh, four or five months later, a lady came to me and she said, uh, you prayed, when you prayed for everybody that day, I was in that room. I've been on antidepressants for 16 years. My doctor wow. said I could never come off them. She said, from that day, something changed. I went to the doctor. He said, something's different about you. Let's take you off the medication. And she said, wow. I'm still off the medication. This was like several months later. Come on. So I've just seen story after story of that. So, um, and even recently, um, it's amazing yeah. that I, yeah. um, again, because of COVID, and uh, the yeah. NHS reconnected with all the doctors who had left medicine, including me, and just said, yeah. how can you help? And I said, well, wow. I can uh, do any webinars you want me to do. So they wow. said, yes, can you do a webinar on anxiety and fear of the unknown? Wow. I said, yes. Wow. And I basically, I had uh, about 100 people tune into a live webinar, and then it's now gone online. People can watch it again. But by the end, yeah. I did a presentation and by the end of it, people were asking me questions about, well, what keeps you strong? What gives you hope? Come in on. This and that was my door of opportunity to share that I have a faith, a Christian faith. Yeah. And that's what wow. gives me hope. That's what gives me courage. And so I said, wow. I said to them in that context of don't neglect your spirituality. 
Medicine yeah. is now realizing yeah. that spirituality is so important. Come on. And so what Ravi so said good. after this, Lavinia, and all your years as, as a doctor, you could not talk about God. To one person. Yeah. To, to yeah. one at a time. Here and you now, are speaking to at least 100 people. How many more will watch the reruns? Wow. Yeah, Two of the NHS yeah. doctors, you know, who mostly are sadly atheists or, you know, agnostics. Yeah. Agnostics, They're yeah. not hearing yeah. about Jesus. So, wow. So, so you know, good. the whole thing of just following what you feel God has put in you, your purpose. Come on. Yeah. He yeah. starts to open the door yeah. to have influence, to make you yeah. feel like you're making a difference. But Come it's on. just a, a key thing I would say for me is I learned to be faithful in the little things. Wow. I learned to be faithful in we forgiving keep hearing people. That through. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry I was just forgiving folk who hurt me. You know, um, you know, we ourselves, we've been through marriage crises. I learned how to handle pain, how to handle, yeah. uh, you know, just all By the... By the way, guys, we're going to go into that, area. how to do... Sorry, we we're going to go into that, how to do with crisis soon. It's going to be crazy. Just, just before you continue, guys, if you can please just take this little airplane here and share with 10 people this live. Even I'm going to do it myself right now because I believe that what this content needs to be shared with more people. I'm just really stirred and inspired right now, even as you share your story, how you, you know, pretty much gave up your doctor career. But now God is opening doors for you like, like, like you couldn't have had it if you were in the, actually working as a doctor in a, in a hospital. So God is opening doors for you, which is incredible. Sorry, do you want to uh, continue that? Or should I jump to the next question? <laughs> no, yes. I think uh, just to summarize what Lavni has said, you know, it, you know, you talked about purpose. That's how we started talking about this. But it's, it's, it's that there's a, a, a time frame, you know, and I call it the four Ps, the purpose, the preparation, and the persistence. People want to go from purpose to power. And, and in between is the purpose, preparation which is all the preparation being faithful in the little things yeah. being flowing with the body you know we have we are so blessed to be part of the equippers and the equippers yeah. global family it's wow. just amazing you know and so there's purpose there's preparation but then there's persistence you gotta be wow. persistent and, power. and then and then, then the power happens and that's when that's when lavnia you know is you know suddenly god creates a platform and and you're prepared for it and 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 a, and a key thing i just tell people is remember i started talking about the giftings give you ability but yeah but also gifting in proverbs 18 16 says the gifting makes room for you i you it's know there's no you, position, yeah. it's there's no type there's no position for the last 20 years in this particular area yeah. but because yeah. in the nhs but because what covid happened a position was created and lavnia filled that vacuum because a gifting Come made on. room for it. yeah and put Come more on. in front of great men and kings that's what the, the, the thing and so that's the the hope people should have uh despite Come what's on. happening in the world because this is good opportunities have been created for you to fill vacuums right now you know which are that's awesome. and just go with your gifting know your calling yeah and then go in the anointing Come on. Uh, Ravi, you mentioned a little bit uh, uh the, my next question for you is really how to differentiate your own ideas of, of purpose to God's idea of purpose I think that I think all of us, most people believe that God has a plan. Like we have heard from Jeremiah 29, 11. We grew up listening to, to that verse and how many sermons we have heard on God has a plan for your life. God has a calling for your life. The question is, how do I differentiate the, 
the God call, the God idea, you know, some people say the God idea from uh, my idea or a good idea. How, so how do I know how to differentiate my own ideas of purpose to God's purpose for me? How does that happen? So I know it's a hard question, but <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So what I was saying earlier was you've discovered that out of your experience. Yeah. Just like you, you discovered how to ride a bike by falling Come off. On. And Come then on. you learned what not to do. So, you, so if I know what not to do, then I know what to do. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, so um, that's the same thing in life. So I discovered the difference between a good idea and a God idea. Because in Jeremiah 29, 11, it's always he's got plans for us for our good not for evil, yeah? Yeah. Um, and so the problem is we, we just look at, oh, I need to do good. And, yeah. and I can do a lot of good things yeah. which, which are there, but actually I'm not doing what God has called me to do. I'm just doing a lot of good things. And yeah. the difference between good things, and, the, and actually the enemy is, is very happy with that because I'm, 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 not, I'm just doing good things because I'm anointed to do them, but I'm not doing what I'm called to do. Yeah. Okay? And there's wow. a big difference. And, and so I can have a lot of activity, but I'm actually not effective because I'm not yeah. flowing in my destiny. And so, heard, um, yeah, so you go. And so basically, um, you know, God, when we follow God, God always made us, you know, he said he created everything he created. He said it was good. It was good. But then we created man. He said, it's very good. Come and, on. And so, and so we need to just flow into that. As Lavani has been, say, been saying, there are certain things we, God always starts with a small, how faithful are we in just, certain giftings he's given us, how faithful are we in stewarding those giftings? Wow. And, 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 and then he just puts us in different arenas and then he gets us into a main event at some stage, suddenly, and suddenly that day happens. And like Lavia, suddenly from, she couldn't talk to, about Jesus to anyone. She left medicine and all she was doing early days was just looking at the meet and greet people and, and new visitors. And she, wow. I, I'm sure in, in, in logically one saying, I left medicine to look after on a Sunday, just the new visitors. Hello, where's my ministry? Where's yeah, my yeah. healing ministry? You know, wow. I'm a doctor, I'm called to healing. Wow. No, just served, looking after new visitors for a number of years, then built, us, built up teams around visitors, hosts and everything. So when you're faithful with a little, God wow. just adds, he multiplies. And, he, and then there's a, an appointed time when a platform's created, and you flow into your destiny. Wow. I'm and also... Saying, your destiny is always with people. You, so you, you, God never gives you a calling or vision to do on your own. He is actually a, a team player. It's that team. So basically, if you can do your vision by yourself, it's not from God. You're wow. You're the plan, making yourself feel better, and to keep you in your comfort zone. I want people to get out of their comfort zones because it's only then God can yeah. work with you and yeah. with you. Come on. Sorry. Man, I don't know if you said that to me once, Ravi, but I've heard that. Uh, uh, man, uh, if, yeah. if you are to be successful in anything, just don't be successful at something that God didn't call you to. Because we can't, we can't spend our lives and as you mentioned, we, sometimes we are able to do certain things. I remember when I start, started working for, for a corporate church, I shifted from working uh, as a recruitment agent uh, when I realized that my boss only really cared about the money. I was like, I'm making this guy rich. I was making him half, half a million dollars a year at least. It was the minimum I was making him. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing with my time? 
What am I doing with my, my, my skills, my energy, my, my enthusiasm? I'd rather build something for the kingdom, use my time, my energy, doing whatever. If, same case as Lavinia. She just, I'm just going to lead a team here, whatever I'm giving, and then build from that because I was like, okay, it doesn't add to my eternal purpose. I'm not leading anyone to Jesus, and, and this guy is just ripping my skills off. <laughs> and getting rich, and he doesn't care about students. I was looking after students, and when I picked up that he really cared much more about the money than the actual care of the students, I left, and I started working at church, and that's when I, things started flowing in my life, actually, because, uh, um, and, and it's pretty, pretty much similar to Lavanya. Of course, I'm much younger, and I'm still learning things, but God has connected me with so many great people that I wouldn't have being connected to if I was remaining at that position, doing that thing, just making this guy rich. That's what I was doing. Um, and I'm discovering is, more and more. Yeah. The amazing so, thing, Manuel, is in both that recruitment and what you're doing in Equippers, you're using the same giftings. It's just a different arena. You're using the same giftings of connecting with people, understanding different cultures, languages, yeah? And you're, you're that connector and communicator. And, and so you're just using it, the same giftings are, are being used. So in a way, people think, oh, I, I wasted time. You were honing in your gifting. You were exercising those muscles because the gifting you're using is, is being used to build the kingdom, wherever it is. Yeah? Yeah. So I, never I separate. Saying, you are right. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm not saying that everyone should quit their job and, and, and just work for a church, whatever. In fact, that was, the, that was not the thing that I wanted to do with my life. <laughs> but anyway... This is incredible. Uh, Lavinia, do you want to add anything to that? How do I differentiate God's purpose to my own sense of purpose? Um, I think a key thing for certainly in my experience is to have a good uh, group of people that you're accountable to. Wow. Um, so having, you know, the Bible says in a multitude of counselors, you have wisdom and also safety. So if you're feeling a sense of like, what am I doing? Is this really God? Is it me? Talk to people, especially people you look up to, people who are a bit further ahead of the game, yeah. who've got wisdom, and just ask them to speak into your life. And that's yeah. your protection. And, in, and sometimes you just don't know. And you can't always figure it out because you're, you haven't got that uh, experience to count on. But someone else can say, you know, I think this is the time for you to follow yeah. that. Or I think that actually what you're doing is great, but how about changing it slightly? And then you'll find that you're going to flow in God's purpose. Wow. So Come on. I think that's a key thing. So I, so for us, you know, we have got a great group of people around us at Equippers Church that uh, we share, like, what we're going through. We're accountable to them. And yeah. we invite wisdom. We ask, you know, what do you think about this? We think yeah. we're going to do this or that or the other. What do you think? Yeah. And just be open to receiving wisdom, receiving wow. correction, receiving, you know, whatever it is that God wants to tell you, maybe through somebody else. Come on. It's yeah. awesome. I think accountability is key. You got you to gotta have people speaking into your life to guide you because we can be, Pastor Wayne talked a little bit about it yesterday, you know, uh, deception, self-deception. You, <laughs> if you're deceived, mm -hmm. you just don't know that you are. So that's why you need people around you to tell you. Uh, yeah. you know, come on, and that takes a humility, humility that you, you know allow people to speak into your life. And man, that's awesome. God guides us through the through the people in our life. I, I, you know, I love that. Hey, let's uh, talk a little bit about influence. Um, 
you guys are very influential. You guys, what you say, people take into, into, uh, into their hearts and people take it in and, and make decisions based on what you share. So you guys have a massive influence over people. So um, would you share a little bit what, what is influence for you? Why should, why should we become influential? I, be, I personally believe that God wants us to become influential. I don't believe that influence should be the goal, you know, should be the tool to, to lead people to God, of course. But how can, you know, what is influence? Why should we become influential and how to become influential? So it's uh, three questions in one. (laughs) (laughs) I think influence is basically being able to um, speak into and change someone's life so that they start to follow their destiny. Wow. Wow. Um. I think that's really it. And, and what influences in my mind is leadership. Come on. Because what I've realized is that everyone in this whole world is looking for leadership. They're looking for someone to yeah. give them the answers to why are they here? Yeah. Why do they exist? What are they supposed to be doing with their lives? Everyone's looking for answers. And you can see it all over the Internet, you know, thousands yeah. and thousands, maybe millions of books on self-help and yeah. All of those things because people are wanting help, they're wanting direction. Yeah. And God, um, I've learned this um really over my life. God has called each one of us to use our voice mm. to be the primary thing of influence. Um, wow. Voice and then your life should be able to match what you're saying. So of course, you know, the Come whole on. area of um um, making sure your life is flowing with God so that you're not saying one thing and you're doing another, but let your life be your voice, your yeah. message, but use your voice. So in my own life, you know, I was a very shy young girl, very shy teenager. Yeah. You could say I was a massive introvert and I had <laughs> all those, you know, personality tests that said I was an introvert and I believed it. <laughs> yeah. But I've not come to the conclusion over the last few years, that even though you may start life being an introvert or an extrovert or whatever it is that, uh, or some of the definitions that are out there, I really believe that as you just start to flow with wow. God and start to allow God to deal with parts of your life, wow. parts of your inheritance, part of the modeling that you saw maybe with your parents or whatever, stuff that's unhealthy, and you start to change and address that, it's like your personality comes in line with Jesus' personality. Wow. This is so good, guys. Yeah. Oh, my Jesus God. Especially, especially if you are an introvert. If you are an introvert, <laughs> give us some hearts. Give us some hearts <laughs> if you are an introvert. <laughs> so I still think that, you know, that the whole thing of personality, parts of it still apply. So, for example, I like to uh, rejuvenate and I, I get my energy from having times on my own. Wow. But not too long, you know, not like more than a half an hour. <laughs> but Ravi re- rejuvenates by being with people. Wow. But I'm no longer, you, you can no longer, I can no longer say I'm shy, I'm quiet, because I've learned that it's worth speaking up because somebody needs to hear what you have to say. And wow. even if you can change one life every day, yeah. you can change someone's mindset, you can change their way of thinking. You can change the way they look after their lives. So for me at wow. the moment, I feel like God has got me on a project of helping people strengthen wow. their immunity. Wow, come uh, on. That's my mini project. So I'm just putting out material on how they can do that. But even if one life gets changed, you know, someone wow. 
is able to re um, maybe no. COVID virus landed on them, but their immune system killed it off. And I yeah. saved a life. I may not know it on this earth. Yeah, come on. But even if that is the case, that's because I put my voice, I yeah. was a bit bold and courageous. Come on. So yeah, that's what I, I would share. I, I agree with you. Uh, do you know, I was a very shy as well. I was a very shy person. I had to become extrovert when I came to New Zealand. I couldn't speak English and I had to connect with people. I didn't know anyone. Come on. So wow. it was for me. It was I either I either talk to people or I would be depressed here. <laughs> I had no option. And then I, and then I realized that I enjoy it. I enjoy connecting with people. Something came out wow. out of me. But throughout my my primary school, uh, intermediate, and high school, I was really shy, insecure. I never talked to anyone. I never liked giving presentations. I never introduced myself to anyone. I was always quiet, sitting in the back. Anyway, it was. Anyway, I think I think the equippers culture just got me anyway excited about life. Absolutely. But Ravi, what 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 are what are your thoughts on influence? Uh, so they're very to me influence and impact are are, are twins. Come on, okay. so the, you, you, because you can use influence for good or for evil. Okay, yeah. just like money. I can I can build a hospital or I can buy some cocaine. Money yeah. you, it's it's yeah. how I use it. So same thing yeah. with influence. I can use it for good or for evil. And, wow. and so influence and impact are very important. But and, and to me, the link is back to your first question about calling and purpose. The reason for your giftings and the purpose is eventually for you to be that voice on a platform God puts you wow. to, have, to have influence and impact. That's the, that's, so the fruit is wow. the influence and impact. And we can see that. Right from the start, because God's always consistent with the life of Abraham. He took him out of modern-day Iraq, yeah. a 1,500-mile journey from Ur the Chaldeans to Haran to Bethel. And at Bethel, he, that was the middle of three trade routes. Why? He put Abraham, who wasn't a trader, to be a trader in the middle of three trade routes of going across global territory. Oh, wow. Right wow. in the middle of that. Why? Because he placed him in a platform and suddenly said, now you will have influence and impact across the world just by being in Bethel. Wow. And, and, and guess what? He became very rich. He had a lot of influence. Guess what? The kings were scared of him. I mean, imagine, imagine having such wealth. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And then, and then it says he had 318 servants trained for war. Why did he have 318 servants trained for war? You know, if he was just a farmer when he left Haran with a few donkeys and, a, and some wow. cows. Why? Because he had a lot of gold. He couldn't put that in a, in a bank. So he had these guys armed protecting the gold, and those wow. are the same army he used to fight five kings. So this man had influence and he had impact. Why? Wow. God had said it that way. And that's why every one of us, I'm not talking about money and things, every one of us in our field is getting a platform. God's making a platform ready to use your giftings at the right time on that platform to have impact wow. and influence. Come on. Each one of us are influencers in a big way. Yeah. Wow. This Come is on. so good. Man, yeah. it's so awesome. So far, so good. We still got another 18 minutes here. I've got one more question. Guys, if you have any questions, you can ask in the question box. We'll see if we have time to, to, to read it. Um, hey, let's uh, jump into dealing with crisis and change. Uh, um, you mentioned a little bit about, uh, about uh, your, you know, your passion. Uh, I'm, I'm loving you. Uh, so how do I deal with change? How do I deal with, with crisis? And, and how does that you know, how do I deal with that? Especially right now, the world is looking for hope and, and so on. What do I do? So I'm going to just put on my 
medical hat for a moment. Come on, medical um, hat. We need it. <laughs> medical hat. So the medical hat, uh, so that the understanding of our brains is very important in this season. Because the way that we are as human beings, the way we've been created is that to love two things, to, to love and to um, be comfortable with structure yeah. and connection. Wow. It's two things we all take for granted in our Western world, um, you know, the, the, the yeah. well-developed countries, structure of life. Like, you know, you have an ordered day, you know how your day will start, you know how your day will finish. You don't have yeah. bombs or anything like that. But the other thing we all need is connection. We need to have physical contact with people, talking, yeah. hugging, all of those things, eating together. But yeah. what COVID did was stopped both of those suddenly, yeah, wow. without any warning. Yeah. So we hadn't we were all locked in our homes. We had can't go to work. We can't do the usual things we do. We can't go to the shops when we want to. We were running out of toilet rolls. You know, it's like, oh my goodness. So <laughs> yeah. It's like the body, the brain takes a hit. The brain hates it. Second yeah. thing is not having connection with people in the same way, not being able wow. to meet family, especially if you are um, immunosuppressed, you know, if you're elderly and you're, you have to isolate um, even from big groups. So both those things makes mm. your brain switch into fight or flight mode. Wow. Where you just think, I'm going to die, something horrible is going to happen, and you're trying to escape from danger, but you can't. You're locked in your home. Wow. So what you do is you fight the danger on the inside, and that means you release a whole lot of stress chemicals. Your brain... Your body's getting ready to fight this unseen yeah. enemy. But even though there's no, nothing to fight, you feel always on edge. You're feeling on tenterhooks. For yeah. some people, they just do the opposite thing where they freeze. They just want to go to wow. bed, be in bed all day. They can't be bothered to join Zoom calls or anything. They maybe can't even be bothered to eat. But all it is is a fear response. Wow. So we use, again, understanding of neuroscience to know then how do we turn that around? Yeah. How do we create structure? How do we create connection? So wow. how do you create structure is that you, so I shared this um, at Equipers UK about three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, diarize, make a plan the day before. So for tomorrow, today mm. I make a plan, right? Tomorrow I'm going to get up at this time. I'm yeah. going to have breakfast. I'm going to get dressed. Yeah. I'm going to phone this person at this time. I'm going to go for my daily exercise at that time. Come I'm on. going to cook at this other time. I'm going to um, do something relaxing, something I love, that my body loves. You know, watch yeah. a funny movie or, or whatever it is. You make yeah. a plan so your yeah. body's trying to get structure. So wow. your body starts to huh, relax a little bit. And the second thing is you, you have to find an alternative way to connect with people. So thank God for Zoom. Thank God yeah. for Insta Live. For Come on. Stuff. <laughs> you know, so you phone people. You see their faces. You talk. Wow. You share what you're going through. You just be honest and real. And if you can just do that every day, even more than once a day, wow. again, your brain starts to switch back into rest mode. Wow. And, Structure um, and connection. Structure and connection. So you have to think um, quite cleverly about, well, how can I introduce structure and connection? Wow. Because then you start to relax. And then in that, in that time of rest, you will get inspiration. Because the Holy Spirit is wanting to, 
to share with you what you can do in this season that can still be a great influence to people. This is so good. The Holy Spirit doesn't want you to go into a cave and hide there until it's all safe to come out. Wow. Because he's already working in people's hearts. He's, he's working on so many hearts across this planet to show them that there is no point in putting your trust in money, in oil, in, you know, the stock market. Yeah, yeah. All the traditional things. So people are all crying out for, well, what is going on? What is the truth? Wow. Let the church get ready. Let the church be the voice that brings hope, that brings it's understanding. So yes, yeah, so, so you good. can't hear what the Holy Spirit has to say if you are in fight or flight, if you're yeah. stressed and anxious. Man, this um, is so that's good. What I, that's what I would say. So I'm coming at it from that medical point of view of how wow. to deal with a crisis. Wow. I have a, a just, a, just gonna, I'm just going to ask another question here and then we'll jump. Yes. I really want to, I want you, want you guys to pray for us. Um, you guys are an incredible couple. Like you guys work together so well. You can see it how, you know, spending some time with you guys when I was over in the UK, the UK, just the harmony, you know, there is harmony in your house. There is a, there is that structure. You just see, man, this family functions really well, you know? So how do you build something together how do you work together how do you guys you, you want to share maybe personally or so how how are you able to build something together um i think it's it's uh just realizing that um without god you can't build anything wow. so i would say for me it's been a whole journey of life that's taught me about yeah. the importance of working together with my husband. So if I just briefly say, you know, for the early years of my marriage, um, we went through a difficult time because Ravi was initially a Christian, but but just um, by his mind only. But then um, he walked away from God and went after another religion. So in those years, I cried out to God and learned how to pray. Wow. I had been praying the wrong way. I've been saying, God, please, please change him. I beg you, beg you. And I, that mm. wasn't working. And then yeah. someone came into my life, another pastor, and taught me how to pray. And that's when I started to learn about the whole uh, area of the spiritual realm, this, the demonic realm, what the enemy can do and how wow. we overcome him. So I learned to pray differently. Wow. And the consequence, I, I, you know, I, I'm, by God's grace, but uh, after my praying and various other people praying, Ravi had wow. an encounter with Jesus. Come on. And that changed our family. And, of course, then it just brought a lot of blessing and healing, and we started to flow together. But then wow. we hit, uh, uh, we've had hit crises, uh, even in our marriage, as I'm sure many married couples do. But, you know, we had a really tough time. But in that time, we just decided that we were going to just drop everything, everything that we thought we had, and just go back to basics. And we just said, God, we just come to you. We ask wow. you to build us up again, rebuild us. Wow. We had to invite other voices into our world, you know, counselor, yeah. pastor, wow. care, um, wow. wise people to help us to deal with some of the other stuff in our lives, frustration, rejection, anger, whatever. Wow. But as we found healing and as we just trusted God and we just decided to make a decision, we were going to honor God's covenant in this wow. marriage, honor our covenant. It was really the grace of God. I mean, that's all I can say. God just built in us uh, trust. 
he he helped us to start to know how to pray for each other, wow. how to pray for our family, how yeah. to pray for our kids. And then we had to, of course, you know, when it came, to, our children were teenagers, yeah. and they were going through some difficult times. But we again had to involve other voices. So uh, again, I mentioned Pastor Peter Prothero, but he was a great, great help in that season. Wow. We could go to him and say, you know, we're having problem in this area with our children. Can you give me wisdom? Because he's got six kids. Come on. Older, <laughs> so he said yes, you know, and, and helped us with that. So, yeah, wow. so it's a combination of things, Manuel. Um, yeah. It's basically really, probably if I look at the most uh, core thing, was to be come before God and be humble before God and say, God, we need your help. We've messed up. We need you. We need you. We need wow. your your um, ministers to also help us. And so then good. it was just a journey of just embracing difficult things, embracing truth. And as but as we were willing to go on that journey, I think it's just been the grace of God, the blessing wow. that our, our kids love God, they're serving God, wow. and 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 then this whole thing of praying for people. It's interesting. I've always had that desire from a young age, but. That also awoke in Ravi. Wow, come on. To pray for people. So he started coming on courses with me to learn come how on. to pray for people. So we were doing that together because he saw the benefit in his life of prayer ministry. So he wanted wow. to learn more. And then one thing led, led to another, and we found ourselves praying for people as a couple. Wow. Yeah. See, the crisis, talking about crisis, the crisis can make you or break you. Wow. Your choice. And so... Yeah there will be a reset. So on a personal basis, there was a reset when on a personal basis for us. And it, and was that's why I said we started from the basics, back to basics of, mm. okay, God reset these lives and rebuild. And that's what, what happened. And that's what been, and then wow. that's built with strong, solid foundations. Now, the same thing, we've got a crisis right now. The world has turned upside down. As long as oil, which we think was very valuable, is now actually yesterday in America, it's negative prices. That means they're paying you to take the oil away because they can't store it. Okay? So it's negative value. <laughs> oil is at minus $13 a barrel. That means they'll pay me $13 to take, a, take a, a, a barrel of oil away. Wow. Yeah? Why? Because there's no storage. Yeah? No one's using it. Yeah? So wow. it costs money to store, and there's no no storage left in America. Okay, so that's so the, the world's an upside down. Oil is negative, and we're thinking about toilet rolls, which we never used to think about. You know, so but the main thing here is when a crisis happens, where's your anchor, and who's your yeah. anchor? Yeah, yeah? Wow. And, and, and 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 that's what we got to go to is is what are you trusting in? Wow. Because when you go back to who you're trusting in then you'll change your expectations of what's happening in the crisis. And so you get yeah. what you expect. And, and in the business side, I'm working with companies in Australia, in, in Europe, in the US, all the time, every day, right now. Wow. And they're thriving despite all their competitors really suffering, not even wow. surviving. Yeah? Wow. So, but they're thriving. Why? Because Solomon said, as you think in your heart, so are you. That applies yeah. to a person and also applies yeah. to a business. What does a business think it is? And, yeah. and therefore, it's time to reinvent your.
business. Come on. Because in this unprecedented times, yeah. it has created unexpected problems. Come on. Now, those businesses and individuals who solve those new problems and serve the new needs of, the, of their customers will yeah. thrive. And Come that's on. what my clients are doing. They're thriving yeah. despite the famine. Come on. Why? That's good. Because you, you've allowed yourself to be reinvented. Wow. And reset. This is so good. Man, this is so and, and good. And by the guys. way, anchor. If you look in the, in, in the dictionary, the word anchor, because that's been a word coming to me since December. Uh, at the yeah. end of last year, the word anchor was a key thing. What am I, what's my anchor? And if you just go to your English dictionary, look at the word anchor. It says a solid, heavy metal object in the shape of a cross. With, at the bottom of it, two arms stretched out, which stops a ship from, from being, being shifted by storms. Wow. This is Jesus. The anchor is the definition is Jesus, a cross with wow. the arms extended out. Yeah, despite the storms, Come on. the anchor is Jesus. So, so yeah, good. keep Come on. your anchor as Jesus. Come on. And expect to thrive and grow, not to survive. To survive, where's Jesus in it? Come on. This is awesome. You guys are incredible. Hey, I'd love to ask you to pray for us. It's been an incredible one hour. It went fast. It went really quick. And a lot of content is just being shared. Guys, by the way, I will, um, I will be leaving uh, this live saved. Uh, actually, before you pray, uh, we, I, I really value uh, just reading your comments, reading what you have learned from every life that I've been doing. I've been inviting some incredible people here. So all I'm asking you to do right now is to take a photo of us. Uh, uh, okay, we're just going to pose right now. Are you ready? Take a screenshot of us, guys. Three, two, one. Thank you very much. So all, all you're going to do, I trust you did it. All you're going to do is simply share it on your Insta story. Tag us, tag Lavanya, Ravi, and me, and share a sentence or something that God spoke to you today. So, Ravi, uh, Lavanya, would you mind praying for us, please? We've got one minute, one minute and a half here. <laughs> All right. Oh, Father God, I just thank you for every person who's listening today, Lord. And Holy Spirit, I ask you to come to that place wherever they are. Just fill the room with your peace. Yeah, we speak to everything of anxiety, everything of fear. We command it to shift off, lift yeah. off, to yeah. leave. And we release peace, Holy Spirit. We release peace. And Holy Spirit, I ask you that you would just make people come alive in this season. Come yeah. alive with your um, vision for what they can do, Lord, to help other people, to influence other people. To help mm. other people who are going through a storm. Yeah. So thank you, God, that you are the source of all comfort, the source yeah. of all hope. Thank you. Yes, Lord. and Father, we thank you for, for today that hope has ignited yeah. vision and dreams that have been pushed down and, and, and given up on. We thank you that's been reignited those dreams and, and given oxygen to that vision so that it can be propelled people to their destiny into yeah. their vision in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Awesome, guys. You guys are incredible. I can't wait to spend some more time with you guys in person. That connection, you know, it's totally. a more curry together. Yeah. God bless you guys. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in.